Hi everybody, welcome back to the Imagination Station. It's time now for another movie rewind. I'm your host Eddie Soto, and I'm here, like always, with Victor Ochoa. Hello. So, Victor, today it's just gonna be me and you. That's right. So it's gonna be super cool because we're gonna be talking about one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I know what it is. Actually, it is my favorite movie of all time. So I'm not even gonna pretend it's not. I think I think this movie is the reason why you have this podcast. Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, I'm surprised I haven't talked about it already. Well, we sprinkled a little bit about it but we haven't actually had a whole uh, right. episode dedicated to that so which is what we're doing today yes we're dedicating the whole episode but before we get started i just want to go ahead and let everybody know that we do have our facebook page up and you guys can go ahead and check that out and uh, give your opinion be part of the conversation that would be super cool so now we're talking about uh did i say already what we're talking about no you haven't said it yet no <laughs> Okay, cool. You just said your your favorite movie of all time. My favorite movie of all time, and I'm not alone on this. I met a lot of people who just love this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Yeah, Back to the Future. All right, so I'm sure everybody in the audience by this point has seen it, but uh, just we're gonna give you guys a little quick uh, refresher, a reminder. I'm gonna play a trailer that I found is actually pretty cool because it's kind of like an extended trailer, and the way they they edit it, you can hear a lot of parts of the movie. That's actually pretty cool. All right, so I'm gonna put that on. Enjoy. Mom, that you? Uh, had a horrible nightmare. Dreamed that I went back in time. It was terrible. Well, safe and sound now, back in good old 1955. 1955? Are you telling me you built a time machine? What about DeLorean? I'm from the future. I came here in a time machine that you invented. It worked! Now I need your help to get back to the year 1985. I finally invent something that works! You must not see anybody or talk to anybody. Anything you do can have serious repercussions on future events. Do you understand? Yeah, well, I might have sort of bumped into my parents. Great Scott! No McFly ever amounted to anything in the history of Hill Valley. Yeah, well, history is going to change. All right. Wow. All right, so that that should bring back some uh, memories if you haven't seen it in a while. (laughs) But I think that kind of did it for us. I mean, I don't don't think we have to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you. Good night. No, just kidding. (laughs) That was kind of the movie in in a nutshell. It was great. Yeah, um... So, Victor, um, yes. Back to the Future. Do you remember the first time you saw it? Yeah, I saw. I actually saw it in the movie theater back in, uh, I don't know if it's exactly 1985. Did I watch it in 1985? Yes, I did. Yeah, well, you would have to because. Right, right, right. If you saw it in the theater. Honestly, I don't remember where. I would assume in Burbank. I used to live in Burbank at the AMC Theater, unless it wasn't built. It's, yeah, I'm, I don't rem- I know I saw it in the theater, and I fucking loved it. But I don't, honestly, because I, I know I saw part two and three for right. sure at the AMC, but I don't re- really recall if I saw this one at, there, at the AMC, but chances are I did. But anyways, I saw it in the theater. I fucking loved it. I, I loved every minute of it. I uh, couldn't wait for it to come out on VHS at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because at, at that time, in those days, it wouldn't come out right away. Like now, what is it, like three to four months, they come out now. Yeah. And back then, it was almost a year. And I think somebody had a VHS, somebody rented or something, and I saw it again. I, I, it, probably my neighbors or something, but I saw it again and again. And it's one of those movies you never get tired, you know. And I, I used to see that, like, 
repeatedly and and as i got older i saw it again and again and you never get tired of it you really don't yeah um i know what you're saying about the the movies being in theater so long i think i had heard something that the theaters themselves mm -hmm. i think that's where they made most of their money like after a certain amount of time that they were released right so like the first couple of weeks or whatever the majority goes to the studios or whatever and then afterwards it starts going towards the the theaters or something like that so they like to keep them long oh okay especially if it's a, a successful movie right right you know they want to keep them there long keep keep, keep coming uh, people coming in right but why did they change i'm just curious why, why did that change that i don't know but okay. that's what i had heard because there was a movie that they had removed earlier and i think it was batman mm -hmm. got released on um i just saw a thing about it yeah batman had got removed from theaters what do you mean the michael keaton batman? yeah okay and that's like 89 so it's not too far from back to the future right and they re they released it on video to have this big christmas sale oh, okay. a big christmas push you know and uh, i guess the theaters had an issue with like hey we're making money on this thing still i know i know and you guys are you know right taking it out so so i, I do i do know what you mean so uh, as far as me the first time i saw it i actually saw i actually saw it with you I don't know if you remember. It was. Yes, uh, I'm saying. It, I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> it was your house, and um, and it was uh, with your friend Jose. Okay. Back in some valley. Okay. 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 And uh, uh, we were watching it. I guess he had a tape of it. Mm -hmm. And when I when I started watching it, I watched. I was already I had already started. Okay. I walked into your house, and you guys were watching that. I, really? Yeah. So, so you didn't see it in the theater? No. no. Oh, okay. Now you know what. Now I don't even need that. <laughs> you didn't see the beginning of it. I didn't see the beginning of it, and I, but I still, I mean, from what the parts from what I saw, I mean, I think I saw enough to understand it and really, really, really liked it. Mm -hmm. But I actually, uh, back in the day, we used to go to video stores when, you know, there was a video store in Burbank because I also lived in, you know, the time area was where you were at. Mm -hmm. um, there was a video store, and I must have seen this movie like 20 times and never pulled it from the shelf. Really? Yeah, you know, you go into the video store and you look right, at right. I, I saw it, Back to the Future, you know, the guy, the guy from Family Ties. <laughs> you know, I walked past it. I looked at the box. Eh, I don't know what the hell this is. <laughs> How could you? How dare you? Yeah, I was just like, I don't know what this is. You know, um, multiple times. Like, I remember looking at that box many times, walking by it and never right. pulling it from the yeah, shelf. Yeah, but you were dying to watch Teen Wolf, right? Teen Wolf. I think I, you know what? <laughs> I probably saw Teen Wolf before I saw Well, because it was first. He did first. He did Teen Wolf first. Did it? Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah, he did Team Wolf first. Okay. Well, I had seen Team Wolf then. Yeah. So, um, so then what happened was that um, I ended up seeing it because it was playing at your house. Otherwise, I probably would have never seen it. Right. You know. And uh, then when I before I forget though, Eddie, I have a question for you because it's actually I always wanted to ask you, but I always forget now that I, for whatever reason, a good reason, mm -hmm. um, I remembered. Uh, my question is: Were you ever, were you always into time traveling movie, or was it was it this one that made you like time traveling movies? Oh, I see. Um, no, definitely Back to the Future. Okay, so this is the one that sparked curiosity to like a lot of other time travel movies, or or was it just this one in particular? No, no, definitely time travel became one of my favorite kind of movies. Mm -hmm. Like so much so that when they suck, it really bothers me. <laughs> Like what? Time Cop? Remember Time Cop? I like no, actually, actually I like that one. Cop. That was one Cop of the very few movie. Van Damme movies. That uh, <laughs> good. Yeah, Time Cop. I really liked how they made it. That's how they set it up and all that stuff. Right. You know, so yeah, I enjoy Time Cop, Terminator Two. You know, stuff like that. Right. Even the Time Machine. The You're movie right, Terminator. That, huh? How can I forget that? Yeah, the, the Time Machine movie that came out like I think it was in the nineties or something like. Yeah, 90s. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I like the first part. Then they got too weird for me when they started going way, way to the back. You know. Yeah. They're like that's where they lost me. Like I was, I was enjoying the the stuff they were doing. Right. 
you know. So this is the one. This is the one that. Oh made yeah. You. Okay. Oh yeah. Awesome. The, I used to like. I kind of figured. I just didn't want to assume, but I kind of figured this. Oh no, no, yeah. I used to like fucking daydream in school about what would I do when I time travel. You know. Yeah, and again, know. I don't. I don't want to su- touch the subject again. Why? Well, I don't mind. That I think it inspired you to do your movie. Remember the one we talked about in a few episodes back about a borrowed time. Oh yeah, borrowed time was a time travel movie that I directed. Well, um, that we shot together and everyone right. worked on it. Um, was because I had such a fascination with time travel. Right. That I was always thinking of time travel. And then one day I got an idea. Hey, wouldn't it be cool? Yeah. And and it was and it was and it worked out pretty good. It did. It's not Back to the Future, but <laughs> but it's better than a lot of other time travel movies no that I've sh- seen. No shit. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? But um, back to time, uh, back to time travel movies. Um, yeah, I've always since this movie, I guess it always sparked that curiosity in my head. Like, what would happen? Where would I go? What would I see? You know, I had that cocky feeling. Hey, I'm from the future. I know this. Right. Or also that other side of how interesting it would be to be somewhere else, like in the future, and right. the the technologies, the advancements, you know, stuff like that. Right. That was always also very interesting to me. Um, I was so um. So fascinated by time travel. I had a friend, um, Chato. We, we we would talk about time travel. Like, we would prevent people's births. And I'm not talking about Hitler or anything. Like, we're just some asshole we knew. Like, you know what would be cool? <laughs> to go back? <laughs> just kind of leave a condom right next to his mom's uh, dresser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, you would alter you would alter history that you don't know the outcome. Right, right. right. But, but, you know, when you're a kid, you think it's Right, right, right. And uh, it got to the point, dude, that we, we actually went to the library and started looking at physics books. Wow. To figure out how can we make time travel. I mean, if other people hadn't figured it out, I'm sure me and my Of course. You know, with our seventh grade barely education, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna crack it. <laughs> it's gonna take a trip to the library. Well, hey, sometimes that's all it needs. Right. <laughs> hey, when you don't believe something's impossible, dude. Right? Wow. But um so yeah, we gave up after the first fucking book. I don't know what the fuck I was reading, dude. Right. <laughs> it was physically impossible but that's what that movie did to me you know it, it, it really inspired me dude right. it, it didn't just like i didn't just watch it once and go oh you know not it, it didn't inspire you to be a scientist <laughs> but it inspired you to like movies to like movies yeah <laughs> love movies and, and you know go fucking go go to the library and try to crack time travel wow like i said it's just one of those movies that really really inspired me in a lot of ways right like i said may, movies writing Everything. Talking about movies. like Well, well now that you're talking about time, time travel, how far would you go back? How far would I go back? Yeah. Well, I guess far back that I'd still be able to not get fucking hung or something, you know, by a <laughs> like shot with a spear or something. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Back in the days, they were pretty. It just seems like pretty, you would get pretty medieval, you know? It seems like you would fucking, there's a big risk you're going to get killed either any any decade. Yeah, you know, I guess I I would like to go to the 70s. Kind of like Marty, he went to go see his parents, you know, and I think mm-hmm. the 70s is kind of where my parents end up landing, where they're in their, you know, where they're in that age, you know. 70s? Well, I was born in 76, so my mom was like 20. Oh, I see, because so, you said Marty. No, Marty went to the 50s. I know, you that, said the, 70s. That's what I was saying. I would like to go to the 70s. Oh, I see, I see, Because my parents would be in that, in that. Oh, I see. See, and they, my, my, um parents would have been young around that age right i would like to see them and other people they talk about you know like they would tell me stories and stuff like you know <laughs> i don't know it seems safe like have, i don't know you have low expectations man i, I would go see the dinosaurs well here's the thing about dinosaurs dude like they would uh what they would i'm not that fast <laughs> i'm not that fast i got bad knees 
I don't know. I think I think if you're gonna have a time travel machine or whatever, mm-hmm. why not take advantage fully? And then I would go to the future at least a hundred years. You know, if it was safe, maybe. But the fucking DeLorean, you can, as you can see, if you run out of gas, if it starters down, <laughs> you, you're gonna get yourself into sh- in some shit, fool. Wow. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like you know, see things, prove things, disprove things. Prove you know, or disproof, yeah. You know, like wait a minute, and you go back and turn or, out or or, uh, or see the the crucifixion, right? Or, you know, stuff I mean, like that. If it well to prove and disprove, like you said. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. How would you find it? That's is true. there proof? You're I mean, right. Is there is there an exact date? Uh, you know, technically there is, but yep. but go on. <laughs> you don't want to get religious. Technically, <laughs> no, there no. Is. I mean, I'm not to, to each their own, but I'm saying it seems things like that where they're that vague, mm-hmm. where you know, there's not specific dates. Like for example, right. um. The, when they signed the Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. so we know there's an actual date. We know where it's oh, okay. at. We know there's a city, there's a whatever state or county. Right, right. Kind of pinpoint it, you know. Right. The grand opening at Zodi's in Burbank, you know. And <laughs> but you know what's funny? That actually there is a there's a oh God, I forgot the show. But it's a show actually on AM. They they talk about UFOs. They talk about ghosts. They even talk about time traveling. And one of the guys, there was a project called Pegasus. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get into it, but there was a guy named David. I forgot his last name, but he actually time traveled as a kid. So, right. and he went to the the Gettysburg Address, and mm-hmm. there's an actual picture proof that it's him. Now, again, I'm not telling you I believe it. It's proof the right. little kid. But anyways, that's, that's the one where they use kids to time travel, right? Yeah, because they're what was it, their bodies or something? Or David Bejago. Yeah, yeah. Why would they use kids? Something, or? something because the machine wouldn't or whatever they use the portal wasn't able to send them any certain size or whatever. Yeah, I mean. Again, you don't have to. I'm not asking you to believe it, but it was one of those things that I'm, I heard oh, it. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't convince you not one bit. <laughs> no, I see. I had seen that before. Okay, and they also. I'm sorry. They all do teleportation. They go to Mars. But right. That's a fucking other story. <laughs> but you know, it's it's funny, Victor. I mean, I uh, come on, man. Fucking, I, it's entertaining. I want to believe it. To a certain that's point, what I'm saying, to, to the to guy that likes Back to the Future, you would think you would be like, hmm. no, I want to believe it. Even if when I see these kinds of pictures, you know, you see them all the time about. The what do they call it? The the guy on the phone in front of the circus and they're filming a movie or something. There's a guy walking by. Oh, and yeah, he has yeah. like a. He looks yeah. like he's holding a cell phone. Yeah, it got it's got debunked. It's a, yeah. it's a little radio, but whatever. It was a it was a guy, right? And no, then, it was a lady passing by with a phone. Yeah, or something but, like that, right? But it was a little radio, right? Right. And there was a like and like it was a, it was a world premiere of a movie or something, right? Back in the right. day or something. Yeah. And then there's the the other guy with the t-shirt and the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, oh, you stayed up late watching YouTube too, huh? <laughs> Yeah, there you well, go. I'm not I the look, only crazy guy. No, no. I mean, I, you see these, you see these little things that pop out that say, "Right, time travel proved." Right, right, right. You know, oh shit. So you look at it and it's like, eh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There's, yeah. you know, there's all kinds of them. You know, right, and right. I hope eventually it gets to the point that it does come true. Mm-hmm. But I could also see how dangerous it could be. You think? You know, that's one of the fun things about time cop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, you know what I mean. That's exactly what, and I, and the fact that they couldn't touch each other's old version of you and the newer one yeah i wonder why though i mean i, I guess is it i mean I, I wonder if that's just kind of like to move the plot you know what i mean or that's you know like right. the writing hey we need something that they can't we can't. right you know what it is probably maybe they didn't have the technology to make them touch each other so i don't, I don't know. know i don't but know anyways <laughs> i just wanted to ask you about that actual since we're talking about time traveling and speaking, of, speaking of technology real quick oh, uh, sure. i know we're not there yet um i would love let me rephrase it. I saw Back to the Back to the Future nineteen eighty five. We know what the special effects that they have. But uh I recently saw that movie, uh that Spielberg movie that came out recently, where they have all these like 
avatars of video games and whatnot. Oh, like the virtual, the virtual world. What was it yeah. called? Ah, fuck, I forgot the name. Fuck, I just saw it. Oh, the DeLorean comes out in that movie. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. It's CGI, clearly CGI. You know, right. it looks a little cartoony, whatever. But the way it moved, dude, it was freaking awesome, dude. I, I, that was just my favorite part of the movie because just the way the because it remind the, you of fucking Back to the Future. Yeah, well, of course, because it's, it's the actual DeLorean, you know, from right. Back to the Future. But the way the car moved and everything mm-hmm. was freaking cool. And it, you know, I was, I always say, you know, I, I, I don't like remakes and I don't like all that stuff. But I would, I would, I, I would be cool with, um, it would be okay. It would be interesting to see them pull a George Lucas and kind of come in and re re take the fe- the present technology and apply it to his old movies. Oh no, don't say that. You mean like Indiana Jones when they No, 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 no. You know like in Star Wars they they it does that, that too. No, but in Star Wars it does it does help a lot. I don't know. If man. you look at the sh- if you look at the original VHS movie of Star Wars, mm-hmm. that shit looks like toys, dude. I mean, it looks it looks really really bad. Right. You know? I'm not, I'm not talking about the story, people, mm-hmm. before you start, you know, fucking sending me messages about the I'm not talking about the story. I'm talking about the special <laughs> <Death> effects. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the special effects. Right. But when uh, when they applied these new, uh, you know, effects with the fucking flames and shit or whatever coming out of the, the ships and all that, the right. way it moves and all that, it looked really good. Okay. It changed it a lot. Okay. They didn't, I mean, even though he changed minor things to the story or whatever, right? Right. But the, the actual things of like the ships moving and all that stuff, they do look, it did look. Oh, I didn't. I, didn't, I never. Yeah. So I'm not saying go back and change Back to the Future, but mm-hmm. hey, if it looks cooler because of the the way the car right. moves or whatever, just certain certain little things, you know. Right. That's all I'm saying. Now, would you would you mind if uh, they went back to Back to the Future and actually did do some changes? Because I, I like the way it is. Yeah. No, no I I like it. The way it is too. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like the argument will be the same for all these Star Wars geeks fans or whatever you want to call them. I mean, if it enhanced the movie, I don't have a problem with it. Because you know there was a lot of people complaining, like leave it alone, leave it alone, and yeah. I mean, like, for example, if they made what the car was supposed to do, like, for example, when it flew, mm-hmm. you know, there's certain time parts where it didn't look that great, you know, right. even though for the time it, it, it looks good. Right. Um, but, I mean, if they all sudden like, oh, now that we can do this, we're going to add a refrigerator. <laughs> when Marty gets hungry, refrigerator. Yeah, and then that's bullshit now. Okay, I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm talking about just certain things that would make it look cleaner. I don't know. I, I, would, I would love for them to leave it alone if they ever try to fuck with it. Right. Just leave it alone. Don't touch my DeLorean. No, <laughs> that's just my opinion. You could always go back to the, to the old one, I guess. Yeah. I mean that. I mean, so, I mean, the other thing is, would would you want them to remake it? You know what's funny? You asked me. I think you asked me that, and I said no, or like, eh, not really. But now that now that we're talking about it, it'd be cool if they actually had like their son or daughter, some sort of uh, like, not 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 uh, Michael J. Fox, obviously. Right. I would say like literally the the. Yeah, like some his kids or something time travel and uh, what's his name uh, the doc. Some well, I always thought Jules and Vern would have been a good continuation. Who? Jules, Jules and Vern. Who's that? Isn't that his son? Isn't it Jules and Vern? Yeah. Jules and Vern. You mean? Oh, you mean Chris? Uh, the doc's kids. His kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that would have been that would actually be cool. That would have been kind of. That would have been cool. Not a not a revamp. None of that. I, Right, I see what you're saying. Not a reboot, none of that shit. No, no, like, like a new the, Marty, a new. N- no, well, not even a Marty, just a continuation with their kids. It doesn't necessarily have to be a Marty again. Yeah, I think it'll be great, dude. Yeah, I know what you're saying. There. That right. that I don't have an issue with that. Like, if it would have continued on, right, with Doc's kids, and they were like super smart, like Doc or something, or one of them was really smart and the other one wasn't, whatever, you know. <laughs> and you continue from there, you know. Right. And they get in some shit, you know. But like to start all over and be like, okay, so and so is the new Marty. 
Yeah, you know, no, that would be kind not of, at all. Kind of and it'd be it'd be nice. This is all wishful thinking. Like have Bob Gale again, and and, and even Robert Zemeckis to be at least produce it or be part of it. Right. Because sometimes these directors don't want to do it again, but at least they're producing. There's some input. Yeah. And that'd be great, dude. I don't know. I would watch it. I would actually yeah. be very excited to watch it. I know Robert Zemeckis. I said he's he was never going to release the rights or something. Right. To the movie. So well, it, that'd be good. But to his defense, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. No. Right. It's, it's the perfect movie. Right. It's the perfect it's movie. It's untouchable. You, you can't you can't fuck with it, man. So what I was thinking, Vic, that if um nowadays with everything having a like a sequel, twenty years later, thirty years later, mm-hmm. like you know they're coming up with a Ghostbuster one. Right. Isn't that a reboot? Would that be considered a reboot? Well, the one that they had was a reboot, but this new one is actually oh the one that's coming up. Now, it's gonna be a like a continuation. To, it's gonna skip the female version. Right. Okay. Because the female version is not part of that. The, the, the SNL other. skit. They're gonna skip the SNL skit. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Practically. So, well, you know, like a lot of movies, you know, they have like this Bad Boys. We were just talking about Bad Boys the other day, right. like some 15 years later or whatever right. the hell, you know. And I'm thinking that you think maybe if um, if uh, Michael J. Fox hadn't gotten sick, they right. would have eventually like pressured. Pressured like, to do it? To do it. You know, and I'm not talking like well, studios, but I'm talking like the, you know, the fans and all that. Oh, you guys got to make another one. We want a part four. Well, I think it'd be great if he did a cameo, but I don't think he would go for it because uh, unfortunately. No, no, no. No, no. I'm saying if he was, if he was healthy. Like and, if he never played Marty, yeah, would he could like I'm talking about a whole movie. No, like would I you, wouldn't want to see it. A whole Marty movie, 15 no. years, 25 years later. No, right? No, that makes sense, right? No, you know what? Like I said, I it, it, he's part of being untouchable. Now, would it be great for him to have do a cameo on this new like their kids and stuff? It'd be great yeah. if he did, but I don't think he'll go for it for but, whatever. Like he's gonna show his his his, uh, his disability. I don't. I, no, no, just, that's what I'm saying. If he wasn't sick, okay, let's say he wasn't. Yeah, it'd be great if he did a cameo, but right. not a whole movie about him. Right, that's just my opinion. I don't right. know. No, no, for sure. Unless it was like three years after the last one, you know, maybe then if it, right. if it was a reason to, because then sometimes you make a, a sequel and it's just not worth it. Right, you end up ruining it, kind of like Indiana Jones four. Right, four is it four? Right, yeah, yeah. But it, I don't, I don't even think it's they ruin it. I mean, it, it almost seems like it becomes such a franchise, and maybe I'm not using the proper word. It becomes such a branding yeah. that. They slack on the production value. Right. They slack on the writing. They slack because they just want to whip it out and go, hey, we have enough fans. We have enough uh, following. Let's just spit it out. And that's, I noticed that a lot of uh, movie companies or whatever production companies make the mistake. They fucking go cheap for whatever right. fucking reason. Well, you know? we were just talking about The Matrix. They're coming out with part four. four. Yeah. Right? And part two and three <laughs> weren't that good. Now, they were good. They weren't nothing. The problem with Matrix to me, I think they were all great. They weren't. They weren't number one. Yeah. Part two and three were nothing compared to one because it was such a such a new concept, way fucking out there. Right. That once that got established, one, two, and three was just like, eh. But it was to me, they were good movies, enough to watch. But you're right, maybe once. <laughs> Not one though. I can watch one. Yeah, multiple well, when times you go back because it's it's the initial concept. But the same thing with Back to the Future. I mean. It's been done, you know, that scenario. So the only way that would survive, it would be like the kids and continuing, maybe a new right. new story behind it. But him, I wouldn't want to see him old. Yeah. <laughs> no, Uncle Marty makes a cameo or something. I get what you're saying. You know. Yeah, I, I get, because to me, it ended really well. Right. As much as I was like, ah, oh, I wonder what. You mean on three? Uh, I kind of thought it was a little cheesy. What do you mean? How do you, um, Back to the Future 3? Yeah. How they became back as a train and it flew with the kids. I don't right. know. I didn't like it. But that's just me. 
Out of all, all the, out of the trilogy, the last one, I was just kind of like, eh. It became too, uh, what's that word? Campy. Oh, okay. Too cartoony. Not cartoony, campy. Just too typical of a happy Hollywood ending. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? So that, but again, it was a great movie. It's just, eh. All right, well, I'll have words with you later <laughs> when we get to part three, <laughs> which will not be today, by the way. <laughs> but uh, I bet you guys are wondering, hey, guys, when are you going to get to the Back to the Future? There's going to be some Back to the Future talk in this uh, Back to the Future podcast. Hey, dude, we got we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. You well, know we're going to rant about the stuff anyways. <laughs> so Back to the Future. Um, so uh, in Back to the Future, we start with, uh, we meet Martin McFly, who hangs out with a, with a scientist called Dr. Emmett Brown. Okay, <laughs> we you know they never really established what their relationship is. Like obviously they're friends, but we never know how they met or anything like that, right? Yeah, like was it was he his teacher? Was he his uh, his uh, what is that called when the kids need help from school? Like, like, did they tutor him? or yeah, something? Yeah, like a big brother. What, what what was it? It was never established. Right, how did right. they become friends? Right, it wasn't. But I guess they didn't really need it for the movie. But I'm just bringing it out here. Like we we don't know what why they are friends or. What, what's the connection? Right. We don't know what the connection is. Did but the parents know him? Right. It never seems like they never established that the parents even knew him, you know, or, you know, question why is he hanging out with an old crazy lunatic scientist? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, he, he had asked them to leave at one in the morning, you know. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I, I'm, 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 it's funny that you bring it up because hopefully, like you said on Facebook, hopefully people have their question. Like, am I, are we the only ones? Well, you, you brought it up. Do, does anybody have that question? Does that... Does that ever linger in your fucking brain? Like you're right. Like why the fuck are they hanging? Out? <laughs> it just is, it seems abnormal. It is not, not right. something typical about it. Right. I'm just wondering what the connection was. You know, that's all, that's all I'm asking. You know, what, what, <laughs> something happened, right? Where they met, and you know, right, right. You know, it's not like uh, it's not like Rick and Morty. You know, where they're it's his grandson. Okay. You know, so you're like, oh, okay, well, it's my it's his right. grandson. You know, so we we meet we meet uh, Marty. He's at his at uh, the doc's house. Right. You know, he shows up. Uh, the place is a mess. His clocks are going. He connects the his guitar to that massive amp. But wait a minute. So he slept there? No, no. He showed up. Remember, he opens the door. He he got in there. He's looking for him. Oh, okay, okay. But oh, did Doc sleep sleep there? No, Marty. No, no. He showed up in the morning. But why? Why is he there? Was he taking care of his cats or what the fuck? No, no. To play with the guitar. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I see. You right. wanted to get some guitar. No, no. no I just I, for whatever reason I thought he was like he walked his cats, his dogs, or whatever the fuck. But you're right. I remember now. Yeah, he just wanted to jam a little bit, dude. <laughs> and <laughs> the Doc had that. That's fucking weird. That's like, an experiment, dude. That was part of his experiment. Fuck, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Big ass fucking speaker. You know, yeah, well, Doc calls him up. Hey, you might want to go easy on the amp, it's right? It's a failed attempt of time traveling with a fucking speaker, I guess. Because he's like, it might blow up, you know? He's right. Like, and then after he had already blown it, you know? Yeah, and but I, I think that was a little cheesy when they fucking, when he raises all the volume up. Yeah. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> what do you think was going to happen, man? <laughs> Seriously, I mean... Like every Hollywood movie, I've seen that before. Everybody just cranks it all the way up. Right. Like, Come on, man. Yeah, that was what a little the fuck, What the fuck you think is going to happen? I mean. One fucking chord. You don't need to be a fucking sound engineer to know. Hmm. It's going to get loud in here. <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen, Victor? You're in sound. Can, can, the, yes. can, that, can that wave push them that far back? Yes, but I think you should be scared just the fact to hear that hum really fucking loud. Yeah. If that hum is already pretty loud, uh, why would you? Oh, fuck that. Dude. Could he have blown his ears? Yeah, he could have blown his ears. I don't know about he he would have flown fucking twenty feet, but there would have been some serious damage, dude. Yeah. So he does that, the fucking thing, you know, he he gets up and he looks up, he's like rock and roll. Right. And he's wearing those those glasses. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't lose his hearing, dude. <laughs> but that's Hollywood. 
Solid for you. Those glasses, I bring them up because um, the thing about those glasses, I think that was a Rayman. Were they Rayman? I can't remember. But the company who who made those glasses, had, mm-hmm. I guess they paid for the glasses to be in the movie. Really? Yeah. So but, they had paid ever. What is that called? Uh, yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, already product, product, payment? product Place, placement. placement. There was already product placement in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't Pepsi and Tab and all those shits in the movie? Oh, okay. Um, the fucking. No, I always thought it was an accident back in the eighties. So. No, that makes sense. Never mind. Yeah, and I guess but the problem they had with the glasses was that um, uh, they were too reflective. Okay. So you would see the whole damn crew and the cameras and. Lights. So you saw it? What? Did I miss that? No, 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 no. That's why they only use it in that one scene. Oh, okay. Even though it's in like it's in the poster and all that stuff, and you know, he's holding them up and that, but they, it's very minimal in how oh, they use okay. them because they're really they were really hard to work with. Okay, because of the lights and all that shit. Um, so that's that story. So I, I didn't know that. No, it's good stuff to know, man. I mean, fun fact. It's it's a f- hilarious, <laughs> it's a hilarious fact. So he gets a call from Doc, tells him, "Hey, don't careful with the amp because it might blow." He yeah. did. Yeah. Where am I, dude? I, did I miss all this? I just seen it a lot. <laughs> Apparently, I fucking missed that part, dude. Okay, and he tells him, you know, he's, he tells him the clock start ringing. And then, oh, he, he asks him where Einstein and Einstein's with Doc. Right. And he's like, are those my clocks? Yeah, yeah, you know. And then he's like, oh, good. They're exactly um 25 minutes ahead mm-hmm. or behind. Really? He said that? Yeah. Behind. Dude, what the fuck have I been? They, okay, forget that. Why the fuck does he have 25 clocks? <laughs> I mean, not 25 clocks. All those clocks set 25 minutes behind. Well, he was probably already doing the experiments. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, maybe he's already, he's, there's a fucking weird foreshadowing that yeah. I fucking miss all this time. <laughs> he was going to travel 25 minutes in time? Or, or That's foreshadowing right there, dude. Okay, well, for some, <laughs> for some reason. So for whatever reason, you didn't even realize it was a, like a... I don't, I don't, I never understood, like, what kind of, I always wondered, what kind of experiment makes you set your clock back 25 minutes? Not one, every fucking clock. <laughs> hey. Can he get, is it just like, can I get him to ring? At the same time, I don't, I don't know. know. So anyway, that's it. He's like, so Marty then realizes, oh shit, twenty five minutes. I'm I'm late. Right. So he goes to school. He gets busted by his principal. Right. Calls him a slacker. Yeah. Now remember that scene was shot in Burbank. Oh, when the, when he leaves the yeah, we leaves we leaves the house. He was shot in Burbank. There was a Burger King, Toys R Us, and a Lancers. Yeah, I remember that place. Yeah, yeah. Um, so me, so for the audience, me and Victor live pretty close to that area. So oh yeah, sorry, we we. Burbank, California. That's when it was yeah. shot. That particular scene, and then it went. Then it went, got shot into the Universal Studio lot in Burbank. I yeah. mean, no, is it Burbank? Oh, yeah, kind of. Kind of. What is it, Universal City? Yeah, Universal City. Either way, it's there. He gets to the school. You know, he's called a slacker. He gets a tardy slip. Right. You know, and he's uh, oh, he goes to trial for the, the dance or whatever that the school's right. having because he's a musician. Also shot in Burbank, at Cambridge Park. Right. He's a he's a writer. Right. I guess he writes songs and he. He performs in a band. He doesn't make the cut because he's he's too yeah, damn loud. Because uh, Hugh Lewis, Lewis fucking banned him from his own song, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great song. Well, actually, it's not a great song, but it fits the movie. It fits the movie. It's a great movie song. Yeah. Now he's walking in the parking lot or whatever, and is he's telling his girlfriend about they're gonna they're gonna meet up the next day or something, you know? Right. And this is this is an important part. The reason I'm bringing it up because that's where they meet the lady with the clock tower, and that's right. where it gives us our attention to the clock tower. Right. We don't know it yet, but the clock tower is important. Right. In the movie, and then uh, the flyer that she hands him is very important to the movie too. Right. Right. Because that flyer has the information that he's gonna need right. to get back home. Exactly. And this is what I love about this movie that this is these little things that. They're so subtle. When she writes on the, oh, I'm going to be at my grandma's house. So she writes her number on the back of the flyer. Mm. So now instead of throwing the flyer away, 
that flyer is important to him now, not because because it's the he wants to save the clock tower, right? But because that number he needs to call her because she's gonna be at her grandma's because he right. would have her number, right? Right. He wouldn't have her grandma's. You know, that's just that's what I mean. Like those right. little things that that they thought of everything. Like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Why? Because most of the time, someone hands you a flyer. What do you do? You throw it in the trash. trash. Or you, you don't right. remember what you left it. But that piece of information, you know, that had the number and then it said that heart and I love you or whatever, was really cool. Yes. Okay. Do not I'm argue. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> yes, it was. But I'm not, not going to debate you. No, no. I'm just saying that those were, that's the kind of writing that this movie has. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's so like it's it's telling it is, you it's well thought out. Yeah, it's telling you what. Hey, look look what we're doing. Right. But you don't see it. Right. Until well, later. well, until later. Right. You go. Oh wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. When he gets home, the the tow truck is pulling in a car. Is right. the, the his family car, and that's where we meet uh his parents. Right. And Biff, great character, Biff. Biff Tanner. Tannen, yeah. Right. Um, where he's like... You know what's funny? I used to confuse him from the guy, the big uh, Huckleberry from, from uh, Police Academy. I always thought it was the same guy for a while. Do you remember Police Academy? Real quick. I do remember Police Academy, but I don't remember Huckleberry. Tim, uh, the guy that got, the guy that liked guns and stuff. Oh, the, okay, the Hammer guy, right? Yeah, like... From he, had, the, he had a show Hammer, was it him? No, that wasn't no. him. No, no, no. But anyways, I know he, what you're talking about. He kind of looked the like guns. him. Yeah, okay. I know who you're talking about. But right. it wasn't him? It was no. no. <laughs> it wasn't him at all. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but um, so, okay, so now when we meet um, Biff, one of my favorite things that he says, he goes, I have your car towed in and all you got for me is a light beer, right? Right. He says that. <laughs> what was funny is like when uh, Marty's dad, he's like, well, I assume your insurance is going to pay for it, right? My insurance? Who the hell is going to pay for the, for my shirt? I spilled beer all over it. <laughs> <laughs> when I crashed into the other car or whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. How the fuck did I miss that, dude? Wow, dude! You know, fucking, you must have seen that shit last night like three times. I fucking took notes. No, no, I haven't seen it in a while. Um, that's balls right there, fool. Okay, the reason I haven't seen it in a while, and I'll tell you why. You don't need to. No, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I want the world to know. I like to see it when it comes out locally in the theaters. Wow. But I want that feeling of seeing it for the first time, which I'm never gonna get because I already seen it more right. than one. I don't know why. Call me crazy. Crazy. But I enjoy seeing it in the in the big screen. I'm call you crazy again. Right. So if I say so if I so let's say it was gonna be in the theater in two weeks from now, mm-hmm. and if I saw it today, yeah, it's still cool, but I just like to have that, you know, kind of know as little as possible, which is impossible right. clearly. Right. So that's why I hadn't seen it in a while because yeah, uh, yeah. I enjoy seeing it in on the in the theater. Right. But um, okay, we meet we meet Marty's parents, Lorraine. Do you remember that name? Of course, Leah Thompson, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I mean it's a dad. Wait, what? The dad name. You, you remember his dad? His dad. Oh, George McFly. George McFly. Okay. Of course. Lorraine. And then we meet his brother and his sister. Isn't he Jimmy Olsen? Superman? God damn it. Please tell me that's him. <laughs> no? Am I wrong? It looks like he won. But I don't think so. I don't oh, think so. Okay. That uh, girl, I know that the sister used to come out and booze some buddies with Tom Hanks, a TV mm-hmm. show. And she also had like a TV show with uh, these other two chicks. Like big girl. It was a big girl show. Oh. That was a thing of the show that, that they were three big girls. <laughs> okay. Um, so we meet the parents. We, mm-hmm. This is cool because they're telling you what you, you need to know without making it, you know, exposition raise, right? Yeah. They're not saying it to you in a way that, okay, here's what's going to happen and this is blah, blah, blah. They're just having a conversation. And throughout this conversation, everything you need to know for the rest of the, you know, they're, they're just laying it out. Right. And so subtly, the dance, the brother, the fucking. They're losers. They're losers. <laughs> Just fucking spit it out. The losers. Even what they're watching. 
The dad's laughing like then, a fucking nerd. You know what they're watching is going to come into play later on. Right. And you don't even realize it. You're just soaking this fucking info. I mean, that's, right. what, that's what I love about this fucking writing, dude, of this movie. Right. You know, everything you're watching. I don't think it's just the writing, though. It's the direction, dude. I mean, well, yeah. But, I mean, I'm saying that's what I love about the writing. Right. That it's setting you up. It's giving you information without telling you it's giving you information, which a lot of right. movies do. Right. You know, they, they, they make it so obvious. That, oh, okay, I get what they're doing. Fucking brothers in jail. They're watching the fucking honeymooners. You get to know the, who she's talking about, about the, the scene under the dance, how they met. I love that scene. <laughs> like she's all like, there's the love of my life over there. He's like, ah, 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 ah. She looks so sad. <laughs> she's, but, she's so, oh, so. she's an alcoholic. Yeah. She's an alcoholic. And we see a little bit of that in, in the moving on in the movie. Right. You know, um, the dad we get, we see how Biff treats him and we know that. Which is funny because I'm still surprised they ended up together. As as Biff was around their life at the time as a bully. Well, because the original part, the original way it happened was that she fell in love with him because she was taking care of him. Remember she said about, remember Doc said there was a, what is it called? The Florence Nightingale or something like that, where nurses fall in love with their patients. Oh, I see. So because <clears throat> she was taking care of him, she uh, ended up falling oh, because him. because she was... Wasn't it because he was peeping, he's a peeping Tom? Well, she didn't fall in, fall in love with him for being a peeping Tom. No, because he fell. Oh, I see. And then she... She took care of him. Right, okay. Like she did with Marty. Right, right. So, okay. So that happened. I forgot about that part. Right, right. Going to work she fell in love because he was a peeping Tom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just fucking triggered on my head. I'm like, it's a hey, you. <laughs> he's bummed out of the car. It's pretty much it. You meet the characters, the dad. Right. The dad, the way he is. You see how Piff treats him. Mm-hmm. And that's part of uh, part of it because that's the way he he grew up. Again, really I think it's pretty fucked up when he would hit him on the head. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Oh, oh, oh. That's like, dude, that's fucking horrible, man. Yeah, and the whole thing about you know he's he's he tells uh, that you know, hey, did you finish typing up that work or whatever? Right. And he's like, oh, I thought I'd bring it tomorrow morning or Saturday. Well, morning. Yeah. Hey, not too early. I sleep on Saturdays, kind of thing, you know. And that's just the way he's been treating him throughout. You right. Know? Why would you keep that guy around? I, I don't know. Why would you keep the? I mean, that's kind of like your. Is it, what is that word now? I'm Fre- surprised. Fremini, 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 what's it called? Yeah, but I'm surprised uh, George McFly didn't have this, his fucking fist fucking crunch up and punch him by this time, <laughs> at this point in his life. Well, he, he lacked the, uh, I guess, encouragement. Mm, I guess. So, Victor, I, I just got informed that you were correct. It was Jimmy Olsen. Okay, <laughs> good. The brother. The brother? The brother was okay, Olsen. Because he did look like him. Yeah. Because it is him. There you go. So, good, good eye. I was actually good guessing. Eye. I was just guessing. Good eye. He does look different, though. To some degree, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's older. Well, we're sure he's older. Right. So, Marty shows up to Twin Pines Mall, and this is where we meet Doc and Einstein. Uh, and this is basically where he shows him the, the DeLorean, where they use for time travel. And it explains to him about the, the flux capacitor, what is what makes time travel possible. And I remember you had mentioned before, Victor, that nobody really questions it. You know, we just accept it, that a flux capacitor makes time travel possible, and... And then never he never gets into detail. He just how it works. How he back in the fifties he hit himself in the head and he oh yeah he goes into all that right like right how he got the idea how he got the idea but it never explains and do we need to know no I no. understand but I, as you get older and you start dissecting movies like if I watch it again and dissect it in that manner if I knew we we're gonna do a podcast and I've actually sat down and watched it that would be one of the things that I would be like please do tell <laughs> like give me a little more. Right, right. But then again, then you probably won't enjoy the movie if you fucking get too fucking. Well, I mean, at one point you'll be like, "Nah, that's bullshit. That doesn't work." So I guess the less. Well, but if you think about it, it's like three LEDs. <laughs> like, I mean, 
Wouldn't you want to know a little more? Hey, but, but actually, you know, I think they tell us enough because this is a flux capacitor. This is a, the fucking clock thingy that makes it go back in time. I was going right. to say circuits of time, but that's Bill and Ted, right? No, well. That's more like the. the, the there is some connection into, into the actual DeLorean when it time travels. Because if you notice, once it gets to 88 miles an hour or 88 point something miles an 88 hour. 88 miles an hour. Is it exact 88? Yeah, 88. There's a part where he makes a triangle, triangular uh, lightning in front of the car that it's three three points. Mm-hmm. The flux capacitor is three points. So it seems like at least that is, is is representing the flux capacitor as far as three points, and it does this, and it's opening the portal by these three fucking points. That's okay. the only connection I can have with the flux capacitor. It's three points, which is... I see that. And that's it. That's and all I see connection. Now. You know what? I never noticed that. Dude. Well, it's three pointers. If you see in the beginning, it, 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 the sparks come up, and it's in the front of the DeLorean, and mm-hmm. it does that, and I, I'm a... And an intelligent guess would be that that's how opening the portal to time travel and, and bend the, the space of time, you know. Right. And, and he does that. Okay, that's, that's and a nice the, touch. But, just, but it's funny because plutonium in the first movie, okay, actually, I have a question for you. Does plutonium, because you don't need plutonium to go to 88, point miles, 88 miles, you need regular gas. Right. A car should be capable to go up to 80 miles, 88 miles. But why the FYI, by the way, the cars wouldn't go, you, you mentioned it before that actually those cars didn't go up to, it only went up to 80, but it got modified to go to 100. Oh, the speedometer. Yeah, I think yeah. something was, I, I saw something, the speedometer, they had to change it so it would go up. To be 100 so it can get to 88. Right. Because it was only 80. Okay. Something like that. But anyways, we don't need, plutonium wasn't necessarily to, for the car to go to 88. Plutonium was the actual charge, right? Yeah. Now, my question to you, and it's, and it's, it's, I know it's not back to the future, it's part of the part two and four, they used Mr. Fusion. Mm-hmm. So what, what so we're saying is, these cars in the future were nuclear? Because Mr. Fusion implies it's plutonium, it, it's nuclear. You converted the regular trash into not regular gas, right. but to nuclear. Right. Remember, he said it wasn't nuclear; it was electrical. But he so, needed something. So, he, to so you said okay. Either way, though, so he needed certain point gigawatts. Remember, that was the big fucking thing. One point twenty-one gigawatts. Let me rephrase that. In the future, were all the cars with that infusion, or were they all gas and they were just able to fly? Or his particular DeLorean, he got an infusion and he can put can and trash and banana peels and make it. Enough gigawatts. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Well, that's where the confu- That's when I was like, wait a minute. So it's nuclear. Okay. In order to get to those gigawatts to get to to, right. to get open that portal. First of all, it's electrical. I'm not gonna say it again. No, but he, they imply that with the infusion, you don't need electricity. You don't need plutonium. You you put fucking banana peels. Now my question to you or to the movie world is: so all the cars were nuclear, or just his? Only no. he customized his fusion. Mr. Fusion? No, no. The cars ran on gas. Remember. There was gas stations and the DeLorean run on gasoline. The problem that they needed the Mr. Fusion was to power the flux capacitor. So I'm, I don't think other cars would have it. I'm thinking that thing existed for something, and okay. he applied it to the car. Got it. So he can get so, the... So, but it was something. It was commonplace. It was standard that... To have it made somewhere in your kitchen, maybe? Okay, got it. I don't know. No, no, but that makes sense. Yeah. Even though you explained it. Yeah. That makes sense now. I don't think you would see it on cars. Okay, so <laughs> cars were still running based on certain... Fossil fuel still to some degree where well, there's it, a gas they weren't they weren't time traveling it was just his car because there was a gas station remember then the Texaco right remember the cars parked in the even in part I'm talking about part two now right when uh, the cars land right you know there's still the, the Texaco was still there or whatever right so okay I, so I, no that's what I'm saying I so I, I, if it wasn't some sort of different kind of fueling right that the, the the Texaco was doing I don't think it had anything to do with the Mr Fusion because the Mr Fusion I think was just for the to avoid the whole electricity thing. Right and the, plut- and the plutonium. Right. More importantly, I'm just saying it. It's it's like an important thing to 
yeah. to, to question it. I mean, I mean. Yeah. So for what I got from is uh, Doc used the plutonium to convert it. No, no, no. I understand why he he used plutonium in the beginning. Right. That was the technology at the time in order to get those certain gigawatts to get to open the portal. I understand that. But what I'm saying when they show it on Back to the Future Two, he didn't require plutonium or a lightning strike. He required this fucking infuser, infusion or whatever thing, and with banana peels, can and beer and whatever he was fucking throwing yeah. in there. Trash. So my question was, which I never got answered, it's fine, I won't lose sleep over it, was, is it only his car or was every car like that? But then it, I answered my own question. Not every fucking car in the future was time traveling. No. <laughs> so it makes sense. He needed something strong enough to generate the power, which right. that would, that's why he... Yeah, but going back to car. it, that infusion so, was commonplace for other... Other things maybe, other yeah. Other means, okay. It, it, it existed. He didn't invent it. Got future. it. All right, you know? well, there you go. So gigawatts, I guess... Um, what was it? Do you remember that number? 1.21. 1.21 gigawatts, yeah. right? That's yeah. A, that's a lot. <laughs> and it's funny because when you look at his clock, mm-hmm. when he compares them, it's 121. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You know, man, I, don't know. I don't know if it means anything. Well, maybe it does. Oh, so I guess gigawatts, dude. Just a little fun fact. Okay. Um, I guess the correct word is gigawatt. Oh, you're right. I remember that. But since Doc had said gigawatt, I guess they just said fuck it. Okay, it's Nobody, gigawatts. You're yeah, right. Yeah, no, I guess there wasn't a like a scientist or whatever on on the set. <laughs> there was no. You're right. You're so right. They, I remember that. Yeah, so they just went with it. You know, fuck it. It know? sounds cool though. Yeah, I like it. I kept I seeing like gigawatts. It. Probably somebody's fucking furious having an aneurysm. Just like it's gigawatts, stupid what ass. What the fuck is a gigawatt? Fuck you, fucking idiot. Sounds like a dance, huh? Gigawatt. No, it sounds it sounds legit to me. Let's do the gigawatt. The gigawatt. Yeah, that's your next song, fool. All right. That's your next song. I'm going to do it. The Gigawatt. But yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. So they have the, he he, he meets Doc, he meets the car, they do the test run. And, right. You know, they go, the whole world disintegrated. Einstein, they have that whole cool scene where, you know, they're moving back and forth. What scene? You know, when Marty runs one way and then Doc runs the other way. And then when Marty runs back the other way, the, you know, you know that scene? No. When they're starting, they're kind of standing in front of the fire trucks. The fire trucks. Fire tracks. Oh, okay, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, Marty's asking questions, and Doc goes one way, and then Marty goes after him, and then he comes back the other way. Right, right, right. Oh, the interaction when he's holding that camera, right? And he's, yeah. Okay. It's cool. See, oh, but the remote control part was pretty cool. Yeah. That was actually pretty awesome. So anyway, then we have the terrorists coming. What is it? The Libyans. Um, they show up. They, uh, they kill Doc. Right. You know, they're going to kill Marty, but Marty jumps into the car. Right. And they had just reloaded the car with plutonium. Right, and they had set the clock on the on the car to 1955 because Marty, because Doc was telling the story. Right, so it was totally accidental. Didn't the Doc say something like, "Hmm, was, was my invent? Am I? I'm not sure about this." When he's like, "Hmm, that day, no, wasn't it like that?" He didn't. He didn't say anything about. It. Yeah, something. Something brought it back. The he's like, "Oh, I can't believe it's been whatever the time." He goes like, "That was the day." He goes, "November, whatever." I think it was November 5th, 1950, October 5th, 1955 or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was October, right? He goes, that was the day I meant to time travel. And he's, that's when he starts talking about it. And he, right, right. And he says, if you want to go visit the birth of Christ, like you do, he's putting the date of Christmas or then he puts in the date I meant to time travel and he puts that date on. And it stays there because they get interrupted because Doc wasn't going to 1955. You remember, he was going to the future. And But because they get interrupted, the bad dudes show up, mm-hmm. shooting them up. Uh, Marty gets in the car. He takes off. And it's funny because the way they did it, I thought that was kind of fun. How the the car, you think he's going to hit 88 and then it, he hits a curve and the, the speedometer drops back, mm-hmm. you know, and then he goes up again. And then finally he hits 88 and that's when we see him 
Right. You, you know, time travel. And by the way, the music, awesome. Oh, I love Alan, the music. Alan Silvestri. I love the music. Would you like to hear a snippet? Sure. Would you like to hear a snippet? All right. Let me uh, cue that up for you. So uh, the lens to refresh your memory of the great soundtrack and score. It's score. Yeah. Right. Oh, the French horns, man. They're awesome. So that's actually the whole theme of the song. But kind of like this part right here is where he gets in the car and he's getting chased and all that, you know? Oh, it is? Yeah, part of it. You know, it's kind of... I think it's like right here. He's getting chased. So triumphant, so... He uses a lot of brass, dude. Yeah. Brass ensemble. Wow. Yeah. That's freaking epic, dude. <laughs> like I said before, dude, I freaking from time to time you'll find my you'll find me driving around i'm sorry to change it a little bit uh, is it just me or the delorean um when they time traveled it came back all cold and shit like a fucking cold beer on the beginning of First the movie time. and then the rest i never saw the cold beer ever again or is it just me let me see well let's think back <laughs> i seriously don't remember seeing an isaac popsicle delorean anymore only one time when he comes back originally, okay, you're talking about when he when he when he showed when, him with, with the dog, one minute with a right. dog, and he opens the door, dog opens. Okay, then the second time we see it, it's in the barn. I don't see no eyes now. Maybe there is, but I just didn't see it. Yeah, so there might have been. We just couldn't see it. Either that, it wasn't important, like part of the story anymore. He's like, right, we got it. He <laughs> cra- we because he crashes into the barn, so we don't really see the, if there's eyes or there's not. But we do see it from the inside of the car, and we don't see any eyes right. you know, around the car. Well, the next time we see a time travel is at the end, and we don't really see the car because it crashes into that uh, theater, right? And right. then it gets pulled out, so we don't know if the ice fell off. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I know it's not important, but it's just funny how I, I yeah, kinda, I mean, kind of remember. Maybe that it's part. a one-time thing, you know? Yeah, like look, time traveling is fucking. They go some, wherever it goes, it goes to a fucking ice box. It's only cold when you go one minute <laughs> into I the guess. future. The longer right. you go, the the warmer it gets. I don't know. Okay. Okay, but yeah. I'll buy it. Okay. And again, back to the writing, dude. So amazing. Like, it needs plutonium, and it's not easy to find. So now we have a problem. Right. We can time travel, but we need that energy to get it to work, you know? Right. But he's also carrying the answer to that right. problem, you know? That's, I well, love that. I love that. So how did Doc know that that lightning bolt would give him that specific gigawatt? He didn't. What do you mean? Remember, because when he went to his house and he finally convinced him that he's from the future, mm-hmm. the Doc showed him, the 1955 Doc showed him, Okay, this is the plan, and we're gonna do this. And remember, and then he put the little car, and then it caught on fire. Right? How do you know that it was gonna work? Remember, it's a specific gigawatts. How do you know that the lightning bolt was gonna give him exactly two point two one whatever gigawatts? One point twenty one. One point twenty one. As maybe, opposed to maybe the plutonium. That's the, maybe that's what a lightning bolt produces. I don't know. So no, because I'm saying I understand plutonium will give you a certain amount of power, but it was a specific fucking number. That's what I'm saying, Eddie. Is there a regulator? Maybe, or is maybe, there a, maybe it's some, at one of those things at least 1.21 gigawatts. But <laughs> Close enough. You know? I don't, okay, fine, fine. I, I understand the suspense of disbelief. I get it. I it wonder is, if it's a movie. It's just one of the, <laughs> It's not a documentary, right? Hey, 
you we're dissecting the shit out of it. I'm dissecting. No, the I'm just shit joking. No, I get. I get what you're saying. I mean, like, how how would he have known? Maybe, right? maybe you have the answer. Maybe, no. There's some questions I had right now, and you yeah. actually had the answer. So no, no, um, I'm saying, how would he have known? Right, right. That 1.21 gigawatts equals lightning. You know, right. But maybe he figured this is strong enough to get it to go to that right. to that place. You know. Okay. Um, That's what I'm saying. Probably had regulators or a certain way of the to filter it in where it only gives it that amount. But right. Whatever. See, I'm not even a scientist, and I figured it out. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, you're right. It 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 only takes so much, and then it right. The rest dis- is diffused. Disperses, disperses through, through the air, through the tires or whatever. Yeah, through know. radiation. Okay, so now um the he gets to the pass. He meets the people in the barn. Right. What is it, old man Peabody? Peabody. Oh yeah, Peabody, the kid. Yeah. Which, by the way, was named after the Peabody, that dog that time traveled. Right, right. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know that time traveling dog with the Mr. Peabody. Yeah, I guess. Quiet you. Yeah. <laughs> Quiet you. <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. Peabody, what you? <laughs> what is that from, dude? Make fun of like South Park. No, not South Park. Um, family uh, guy. Family guy. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love that. Um, yeah, we meet these guys, and then it, uh, again, the twin pine mall right. became one, one pine, pine one. lone pine, lone pine. <laughs> yeah, because he knocked, you, he knocked you, the shit out of one of them. You killed my pine, you space <laughs> son of a bitch, or whatever, you space <laughs> bastard. <laughs> okay, so he's freaking out. He's driving towards the where he used to Hell Valley. Hill which Valley. Is, which isn't built yet. Right. You just have those big lion estate. Right. Um, fucking, they're not pillars. What do they call Just Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Those, those, Signs those, that says lion states. Yeah. Lion states. Yeah, those big lion thingies. And um, you know what's always weird about that scene? When he goes up to the car that stops by, there's a car that pulls over and he's like, he's trying to get help from them, you know? And because uh, he, he's, he's freaking out and he's trying to get help from the those uh, people driving by. Mm-hmm. And the old lady... Her reaction to the situation is a little bit over the top. Really? I don't remember that. She's like, don't Oh, when st- he's walking through the town in fifty in nineteen fifty. Okay. She's like, Don't stop or we'll die. <laughs> well, wasn't he dressed with a fucking yeah, l- uh, radiation suit? Right. But but he still was he still looked like a human, dude. He, well, she, well, well maybe have, you know, the Cold War, dude, the fucking bomb, the nuclear bomb. I don't know, dude. He's not he had a machine gun with him, you know. But I just remember that being like, wow, was that necessary, lady? I think it was in the 50s. I think it would have been very necessary. <laughs> is, that, is that just you saying it? She's grabbing her husband like, I'm going to kill you if you stop. You forget how bad the fucking the 50s, dude. It was well, like paranoia, I, I wasn't dude. wasn't there. It was fucking paranoia, dude. Yeah. Okay, so he, he ends up going back to, uh, I guess, still Hill Valley. Or, right. But now the, the town, the center, you know, the actual, not where the houses are built, but the actual Hill Valley. city, you know, whatever, where the clock tower is and all that. That's where he starts figuring out that he, he time traveled. He kind of has an idea, but now he's like, oh, shit, because he picks up a newspaper. He goes into the place, and he meets his dad, mm-hmm. right? And that's where he's kind of like, you know, making the mistakes that us would make if we time traveled. Right. Like, for example, the you know, ordering shit that doesn't exist. Right. Asking for a tab. <laughs> he meets his dad, mm-hmm. but not only that... Um, did you like, I'm sorry, but did you like that, the way they shot it, where you see Marty's face and yeah. then the dad? No, it's the dad, and then you see Marty's face, kind of like an eclipse where he comes and sees his dad. I don't remember exactly how it went, but you see the dad's face. Right. And then Marty sees Oh, yeah, he, he looks over. Like, like, surprised. Because he recognized it was yeah. his dad. Yeah, uh, I think that happened when, I think after Biff walks in, right, and is giving him shit, because he goes, hey, McFly. Right. Or something, and he, no, and no, he, he sees him first, and first. then he's surprised that's his dad, and then you hear Biff, and he sees Biff, too, and you're like, you're... I don't know. If, did he say you're Biff or he just looked at him like, you're Biff? Like, Does he talk to him at that point? Yeah, I remember. He got, he, he was like, what are you looking at, butthead? Right, right. Okay, but he goes, yeah. George, George McFly. Oh, he goes, George, George McFly. Right. To his dad. 
Right. And then like, and then like, and then <laughs> breaking, they're, they're gonna start shit with Marty, mm-hmm. and his dad's like, yeah, what a fuck, like his dad's trying to join in, like, thank God, move this fucking aggression to him. <laughs> it's great, dude. That was great, dude. Yeah, What's that actor's name, dude? I think he did a hell of a good job on that. Crispin movie. Glover. He did a hell of a good. Yeah. Movie. Too bad he became an asshole. I heard he was an asshole. He wanted more money or whatever the fuck, politics or money. That I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess probably came down to financial again, but well, it is what it is. I don't know what he paid him. I don't know. I have no idea. I would have loved to see him in part two because I think the, the story probably would have been different. Well, he was on it, the fake one. Well, you know he, what I mean. He was upside down. Well, they limited his. Uh, I think he would have brought a lot to the right to the movie. Well, yeah, you know. So I heard that they changed the story because he wasn't in it. There's some sort of rewrites. That that's possible. Okay, I'm curious to see what have been. Not that I'm complaining about the second part, but. You never know. It could have right. been more right. because Crispin Glover did bring a lot to the movie. Part one, I mean, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, he's, he's even though he, he didn't have a lot of scenes, mm-hmm. or at least it seemed that way. Obviously, he whenever he whenever he was on screen, it it, it was yeah, it was it was good. It was memorable. I love the I love when he's in the on the enchanted dance, whatever, and he's mm-hmm. dancing by himself, <laughs> <laughs> looking at the clock. <laughs> that's fucking typical fucking nerdy thing yeah. to do. Great stuff. Right, so uh, his dad writes off, and Billy Zane's in it, right? He's in this one too. This is, this He's one, one of the, the bullies, the, right? The, 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 yeah, Biff's friends or whatever. So he chases his dad running because he takes off in a bicycle, catches up to him. <laughs> his dad's climbing a tree. And he's like, "What the fuck is he looking at?" You know, he's looking. He no, he goes. He's a peeping tom. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> when I think about that shit, fool, like it wasn't enough that he was looking through the window. He had fucking binoculars, fool. <laughs> He really wanted to get a good look, fool. Well, she was hot. Yeah, Thompson was pretty hot. Oh uh, my god, yeah, she was hot. But you know what I mean. But still, <laughs> that's a fucking big was, tree too. But it wasn't like he was a mile away, fool. <laughs> and it was fucking broad daylight too. Yeah, exactly. It was broad daylight. Wasn't dude. he covering? Who's not gonna see you? Wasn't he covering himself like with a branch or something? Dude? I don't remember, but it was broad daylight, dude. I mean, right. So uh, he falls off the tree. Why does he fall off the tree? Oh, yeah, that was going to happen regardless of Marty being there. He right. falls off the tree. Yeah, because he was going to. Yeah. Uh, that uh, when in the original, in the in the beginning, when they were talking about the story about how they met and that dad, that mom was like, what were you doing up on that tree? And he's like, what, Lorraine? What? And now we find out what he was doing. He was fucking <laughs> being a perb. No, he doesn't. He, he falls on his legs, right? And he doesn't fall back. And Marty pushes him out of the way because there's a car coming. Right. And the com- the guy coming in the car is his grandpa. Right. Was was supposed to hit his dad, but now instead of hitting his dad, hits him. Right, knocks him the fuck out. You mean Lorraine's dad? Lorraine's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Just want to correct that. Yeah. Ends up knocking him out, and um, Marty's dad, George McFly, mm-hmm. he fucking bolts. Right. You know, I don't even know if he takes his bike. <laughs> right. He bolts. Yeah. He gets the fuck out of there quick. And uh, and my favorite line from the from the Lorraine's dad is like, another one of these damn kids jumped into my car. That means it's happened before. <laughs> There's been a lot of fuckers climbing that tree, dude. Right. But in their defense, she was Leah hot. Thomas was hot. Yes, hot. Very hot. Very hot. Mm-hmm. So now we know we cut to that to that very popular scene where he wakes up and you know one, this is one of the scenes that gets repeated throughout the movies. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, I had a, I had a dream, you know, a nightmare, and he's like, oh, don't worry about it. You're you're good old 1955, 1955, and you know he gets up and. And she has a mad crush on him, dude. 
Like she wants Calvin something. Klein. Calvin Klein. On Calvin Klein because that was written on his underwear. So we get to meet her family, which is his family on his mother's side. Um, this is kind of the stuff that I was talking about that we kind of saw in the, in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Gets, a lot of it gets foreshadowed, you know, foreshadowed. Foreshadowing. You know, we see the the honeymooners where he's like, hey, I seen this, I seen this. Right. One of the funny lines in the movie is like, hey, hey kid, get used to these fucking bars. Oh, that's, his, that's her uncle. His, his uncle. is an uncle, Gilbert Joey. <laughs> Which we never meet. We never meet, well, except as a kid. Well, I mean, yes, you're right. Yeah, except as a kid. So he ends up bolting from there because his mom is freaking him out because she, she wants him to sleep in his room. Right. And that's where we go. This is where we meet Doc from 1955. Right. And this is a really cool scene. He has that fucking thing on his head. Yeah, what is that? that? I guess it's supposed to read your mind or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the direction. Robert Zemeckis. He's an awesome guy. I, I, I love what he did. He was also, well, actually, he wasn't on this one. I'm sorry. I take that back. He was directing Roger Rabbit, but I think when he was doing part two, two and, and three. three. Yeah, so never mind. Disregard that. The funny, the funny thing about this movie also was that he they use another actor. What is he famous oh, for? Oh, Stoltz. Um, he later came out in a movie called Pulp Fiction. Two Days in the Valley, Pulp Fiction. Um, Eric Stoltz. Was it Eric Stoltz? Yeah, I think. So Eric Stoltz was the original guy that was gonna play Marty, but uh, I think Steven Spielberg didn't like him. Or they just didn't feel it was he was the right guy. Um, yeah, what happened was that they wanted Michael J. Fox originally, right? But he was filming um, Family Ties. Family Ties in, in, in yeah, they, but they didn't want to release him. They like no, no, we need him for the show. The they producer. didn't want to change their schedule or whatever, right? So what they ended up doing was finding another actor. Mm-hmm. But I guess two weeks into it or something, they, they didn't like what they were seeing. Like right. they weren't satisfied. Right. Um, so Mac I think was one of the main ones that wasn't like wasn't right. happy with it. I guess the tone that actually Steven Spielberg wasn't. But I think the tone that Eric Stoltz had wasn't the same thing. What they were looking for, what I think they had seen originally in Michael J. Fox. Right. So they decided to to recast it, reshoot, reshoot a lot. Mm-hmm. But they also say that a lot of it they had shot already that Michael J. I mean, sorry, Eric Stoltz was in. They kept. Right. So and it's funny because if you look at that scene in the beginning in his dining room with his family, there's a lot of shots of Marty just kind of by himself. Where they they just look kind of like pickup shots. Oh yeah, you're right. They look like pickup shots. Like they came back and reshot because his because we missed it. You know, oh we you know not necessarily because they replaced an actor, but like kind of like oh we need this shot out. So let's go re- let's go shoot that scene we're missing. Even though you don't have the actors there, you know you could just edit it so in the way. Yeah, they probably like. even <laughs> they probably didn't even need Robert Zemeckis. They mm-hmm. probably had a second unit director just to shoot all that fucking shit. Yeah, like you see the family together in a lot of scenes, but you don't really see Marty, and then you see Marty by himself. So right, right, right. I wonder if that was part of the original. Stuff they had already shot, you know, and with, then with Eric Stoltz, yeah, okay, and then just came back later. And I right. mean, I don't know how deep they got into the movie before they changed them. That must have been pretty harsh for for Stoltz. <laughs> and I heard he didn't take it well either. I mean, could have been ego. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a, he's he has he's an egomaniac. I'm just saying like you, you feel bad, you know, like fuck, I got replaced. I wasn't good enough for something, you know. But you're right. I just realized that you're right. He came out on Pulp Fiction. Yeah, because when you said it right now, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm I can't even remember the character, but I'm like, oh, you're right. He's the one with the a drug dealer. Yeah, he was a drug dealer. You're right, you're right. Now, I got another question for you. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with a DeLorean again. And it's one of those things, and it's fun, funny because I'm looking at it right now. If you notice, it almost seems like there's a part on the top of the car mm-hmm. that's probably proportioned, like a rocket. Yet, it didn't come out. They didn't ex- emphasize anything about proportion coming out from those parts right. of, the, of, the, of the DeLorean. It came from the tires. That was just, you know, the regular, typical transmission pushing the car. Right. So... That doesn't strike you as weird. Like it looks like exhaust pans or, or some sort of propulsion 
you know, like, like something would come out of there. Yeah, like any mechanic engineer would be like, well, why are they there? You know, why why is those exhausts there? I mean, well, I, maybe it's a cooling system. Like the car gets really hot after getting twenty one point one gigawatts, gigawatts in it. You know, it needs to cool it off. Or okay, no, that I makes mean, sense too. I mean, when you look at the the actual like making and stuff, I guess. I mean, they put a lot of stuff that it's just to make it look cool. No, I understand that, but that's a big fucking. <laughs> That's a big oversight in regards to like that looks like proposal. I can't even say the word. Well, you know? I mean, if you take if you take it out, it doesn't look as cool. Okay, so because so if you look at DeLoreans, right. they're not that cool looking. Who? They're not. This that one, one is because <laughs> it has all that extra all fucking shit. Spoiler. Maybe this is a really fancy spoiler, fool. I guess so. You're yeah. right. So we have Marty. We have Biff. Um, let's talk about some of the action stuff in here. Uh, we have that action scene in the in the middle of a uh, Hill Valley Court with the uh, the skateboard scene. Oh, the skateboard scene. I love that skateboard scene, dude. I love it. The way they, first of all, they use like a piece of crap skateboard that in the 50s, that there is no fucking way in hell that shit would maneuver that way <laughs> in today's times. But they fucking pulled it off the yeah. way he did it. Uh, you remember that? It was like metal wheels back in and the, the way that it was, there was no real suspension in those skateboards, like the way they make them now. Yeah. But, but they fucking pulled it off and it was great. Yeah. And it, it wasn't even, uh, it was supposed to be like a little, what I don't know what you call it, like a little scooter. You know, oh, had, yeah, as a kid, a, he, he broke the fucking top part of it. Yeah. What a fucking asshole, dude. I'm sorry. That's a <laughs> fucked up move from Marty. <laughs> yeah, and you know what the, the weird part about that thing, thing is, too? That if you think about uh, Biff, he's a fucking psycho, fool. He was going to run him over <laughs> in public yeah. in front of fucking I don't know how many people. <laughs> the fucking audience, fool. Yeah. Nobody, and nobody bothered to help. There's no fucking cops in Hill Valley, fool. I'm thinking about this shit now, fool. Well, there like, you go. Nobody was like, hey, maybe we should... Get that fucking crazy teenager. Biff was, that's what I'm saying though. Biff was a fucking evil motherfucker, right? Like, yeah. There's some, you, you would agree that he's evil. Right. And all he, all he needed was a fucking putazo. Right. For him to become this fucking nerdy guy. To calm down. To calm down. Yeah. By George McFly. Yeah, somebody had to stand up to him, for sure. Yeah, but I'm sorry, if you're already that menacing where you're willing to fucking run somebody over, chances of you fucking taking a blow in the face, even if, even if he did knock him out, you would think that he would retaliate, you know, and right. trying to run over George McFly himself <laughs> some other fucking day. Well, you know? I think it helped a lot that he was drunk <laughs> when he knocked him the fuck out. Who was drunk? A fucking Biff. He Remember was... they were spiking the fucking drinks and they were right. they were they were drinking. Uh, again, I mean, oh, that fuck. must have helped, dude. Knock him out. Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? And get out of here. You know? Fucking classic stupid shit. You know what, dude? I, w- I wasn't going to bring this up. I was going to bring it up in part two, but I'll bring it up now. Fuck it. Since just make it a little bit interesting for the for the audience. One of my theories. Oh, one, of my, one of my favorite Back to the Future theories. I believe that in that particular time, in 1955, at that moment, there was four time travel DeLoreans at the same time. Yes. Okay. I know where you're going with this. <clears throat> now, let me get. We had the 1985 DeLorean that got there. Right. Okay, and the one that's hidden in the bushes mm-hmm. that eventually Doc brings to the to the thing, right? Right. We have the flying DeLorean that uh, Marty brings back, or actually Biff brings back mm-hmm. in part two, right? And then we have the the, the flying the, the second flying DeLorean that Doc and Marty follow the first original DeLorean to, and then we have we have a DeLorean hidden hidden buried in the fucking like cave in the mining in the oh, yeah. Mine. I always thought that was fascinating. You know, like I was like, oh my god, there's like. At this particular time, we got four different DeLoreans and nobody's seen them. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So to me, that's really interesting. How about that's my that's what I love about time travel movies, Victor. Right. That whole like 
you know, the running into your other self, you know, because at that point you have, you have, uh, like I said, Doc had said there was a 1985 Doc from the, the original one that came over. And then you had the Doc and Marty that came, that followed the Biff and you have, um, the original Doc from 1955 still there, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's freaking amazing, dude. That, that's what I love about, about right. this time travel movies. And of course, in part one, you, you don't know this until part two. And that's what I, that's one of, that's one of my favorite things about part two. Like a lot of people that I've talked to about part two, give it a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. That's one of my favorite movies because that's when they do the most time traveling. That's where they go back and here and there and back. You know what I mean? And there was an alternate universe that got changed because of Biff. Right, right. The, the, the whole timeline thing, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what I was, um, that's one of the ones that I, I like a lot for those particular reasons. I mean, part one is a classic and it's probably the best one for sure. But part one is about dealing with a dilemma, you know? Right. That how to get how to get back and actually how to get back and how to keep existing. Because my mom not likes me. It almost seems like the temporary part was secondary on yeah. the first one. It I was, mean, it's it like, wasn't that important. Well, it didn't matter if you could go back, if it was going to go back to nothing. Right. And the second one became also a story, but there was more time travel, like you said. Yeah. You know, before I forget, uh, there's one thing I noticed about these movies, and it's it's stupid. It's it's such a minor thing, but I, I, one of the things I love about this movie, forget the score, but the score is great. It's every time there was a certain scene that, that required a mystery or like, Mm-hmm. Kind of like a predetermined something's about to happen. It's that little bells. Yeah. Ding. What is yeah. that? And we heard it right now on the when when, when she, he went back to 1955. What is that? What? You, yeah, it's like those things that you hit with a stick and they're hanging. Right. What are they called? Oh, chimes. Like kind of like chimes. Yeah. But it wasn't chimes. a chime because it, it, it had more of a different kind of undertones. Like it wasn't a chime. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Like. Yeah. There's this part at the end of a. Of the Back to the Future theme, where he uses like what I believe is the the triangle, and it's very just by new, very, very subtle. subtle. You know, it doesn't you, not throughout the song. It's just like at the end, right? And I think about it, if that wasn't there, right. <laughs> I don't know if I would like it. Wow, no, I would like it, of course. But I'm saying right. it, it, it's just such attention to detail because that part makes it so good. You know, because I wait for it because the song is kind of you know most like most scores are repetitive after a while. It's the same thing over and over. Right, just they change it up a little bit. Like something's happening slower, they slow it down. You know, when he's giving the letter to Doc about his future, you know, right. it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of slowed down with, uh, you know, different instruments. But the same, at the end of the day, it's kind of, it, it ends up being the same thing. Right. So that part of where I'm talking to you about is that it's kind of something that's been repeating over and over. Dun, 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 dun. And then and towards the end, it just has a triangle, just, <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And it's fucking, yeah. fucking amazing. Like, right. I, I wait for it. I wait for that part just to because, like, should I turn it off? No, no, I'm going to wait for that. I need to wait for that. Right, right. What did you think about his guitar? I heard he, he actually practiced playing the guitar in the in the, the scene where he's in the, the Enchanted Sea, Sea, Enchanted, whatever fucking. Enchan- the Enchantment Under the Sea. Right, dance. Yeah. And he played that uh, Go, Johnny Go. Uh, Johnny Be Good. Johnny Be Good, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and when he played the guitar, I, for what I read, he, he actually practiced. Yeah. Now, uh, was he actual guitar player before, or was it just he just practiced for that song? Uh, you know I, what? That I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't know how much they, how deep I don't know how much, how deep they get into in uh, when they teach uh, actors and stuff. Right. Like, because it looked like he was playing it. Because uh, I don't think he would have to know the whole the whole right. fucking scale and everything. You know, every right. chord. I think they just teach you that song. Right. Which I think would make it easier. Like you're just kind of following that along. Right. I don't think you have to have a deep understanding like of how music is made. <laughs> just right, right, right. Just put your fingers here, fucker. Right. And you'll be fine. So yeah. I wonder if they, I'm pretty sure they played it probably. Right. I mean, maybe at the dance thing. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. 
what you hear in the record is right. not, not it. But you know, it's funny. I know we're talking about the first one. Just real quick on the part two. Remember how he time traveled and he saw certain scenes from the first one? There was only some few discrepancies and it was continuity errors in regards to like the placements. Like when he sees his dad hit Biff, remember mm-hmm. he time traveled in part two and he sees him. It, he wasn't in the same spot and everything. Now, I understand it's it's movies, but it almost seems like wouldn't they <laughs> wouldn't they go back to see the original and kind of match it a little better? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm explaining myself. Like there's a scene where it, it doesn't match exact. You know, where, where he got hit, the dad hit him, and, and he saw him again. And the placement where certain things happened, it went in the same spot. But that's just me. I don't know. Maybe I... You know what? I, it's I an didn't, oversight. I, I didn't notice it. All right. I didn't... I, I would didn't, love... I, I, would didn't like, no, I didn't notice certain things, but... I would love to see it with you and uh, show you what I mean. Yeah. Um, but then again, it doesn't bother me. I'm, again, I'm not going to... No, no. I mean, we'll check it out. I mean, I like the, the little things that they added. You know, when he's like having that conversation with his mom in the car, mm-hmm. and he's under the car... Well, not under the car, the side of the car. He's kind of sneaking under them, you know. Right, right. And on top, you see the him and his. That mom. was cool. That was. Co- I, I love that kind of shit. That's what I love about time travel movies, you know. That's right. I mean, I keep saying this, Dad, over and over, but that's what makes <laughs> them fun. Right. That's what I love about the Bill and Ted movies, dude. Right. And 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 again, the the effects were fucking great, dude. For for the time, the effects were great. The only part that that I considered a little cheesy was when he when they flew off. Oh no, but that was no, that was part one, right? Oh, you're talking about the end of part one. Part one. Remember, he leaves and he yeah. comes back. Yeah, and he flies. Yeah, the car, the delivery, yeah. what grows, where we're going. We yeah, that look kind of, that look kind of cheesy. But who cares? I mean, at that point, you you uh, you invested so much, you love it so much that you don't care. Yeah, I mean that's 1985. Yeah, I mean if you look at the, if you look at the effects in um, 2000, oh, 2000. I'm sorry, what is it? 99 when it comes out, part two. 99. No, it comes I'm out. Sorry, 99. 89. 89. They're not that much better, <laughs> but it's a hell of a lot better at the same time. I don't know how to explain it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. There's a lot of things that you see in this one that, you know, you don't see in the first one, right. especially with the car flying, right. um, the cl- the cloning, or well, I don't know if you call it cloning, but, you know, the double people, you know, the, the same actor, te- you know, in, interacting with the, the same actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, when, like, Biff is talking to young Biff. Right. You know, stuff like that. And I think one of what I liked about that is the, I think they started using those, um, what do they call those cameras? Where they reset, like, on a motion motion. Basically, what they do is they 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 run a course motorized, and then they they do it again, but then but then they change the actor. But because the the, the camera runs, it's so more it's motorized, it matches perfectly. You know, like in, okay, okay, I got you. You know when we do like a split screen on a on a on a tri- we do it on a tripod. So if I wanted to record you and you on the other chair, I would put the camera and I would I wouldn't move the camera. Right, right. And then I would say, okay, now sit on the other chair. Right. You're talking. And, and then I put the I, I layer them together and then I crop one of them. Oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, but being able to move the camera is what what, is, what I'm talking about. Oh, I see, I see what you're saying. Okay, so when they would see, I've seen when they would walk or something, you know, the camera can move back and forth because it's always going to move identical. Right. So it's always going to match. Right, right, right. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's what All I'm. Right. That that that's the kind of technology that that, that was nice made, that made the movie better. And nice. I wish I could remember the name. See, yeah, I know, but it's motion tracking. Something like that, yeah. But that's more in post. I don't know if that's it, it's the same with uh, production. Yeah, yeah, no, no. These were cameras that were like on mortars and shit right. that moved in always sync. the same. In sync. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you can do a hundred takes of the same thing because it's always it's, it's not a human guy. It's not like if I was to try to do they're, it, the same they're way. identically symmetrically to the frame and then they follow each other. So when you do shoot it, no, no, it's one camera. Oh, it's one. camera. It repeats the same movement over and over. Oh, okay. So if I try to repeat the same, no matter how steady my hand was, I was it will never match. 
Oh, I see. We might be able to fix it in post or no, something. No, no, I know what you're saying. But this one would always move from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. It would always match. It would always look identical. So if I did 100 layers, they would all look the same. Right, right, right. I that's that's kind of what I'm saying. I can't remember oh, the name of that fucking technology. But, well, guys, uh, I think we're going to cut it off right here for this uh, Back to the Future talk. There's so awesome. much. Yeah, there's so much Back to the Future stuff that, uh, that we love talking about. So I think we're going to go ahead and do a part two. We should do uh, a part two. With this part one. Um, Maybe with a special guest or somebody, they can uh, contribute if you want to do it or not. Yeah, I mean, I've, anybody who loves Back to the Future is okay by me. <laughs> you got it. So, guys, thank you guys very much for uh, listening. Like I said, we would love for you guys to be part of the conversation. Please check us out at uh, our Facebook page and leave your opinions there and comments. We'd like to know what you think about the movie. I know that Back to the Future has a lot of fans, and um, maybe we missed something. Maybe we said too much. <laughs> or not enough. Or not enough. Let me. Oh, you know what I would love to hear, Victor? I yes. would like to hear people's fan theories, you know? Fan theories. Just things, you know, little things that, I don't know, like I was telling you about the DeLoreans, how okay. cool that was. You know, someone had said something, I'll say it really quick. Someone had said something about it, and I was like, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Check it out, Victor. It blew my mind. I'm not even going to take credit for it because I didn't create this. I didn't, I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't come up with it. I never thought about it. Back to the Future Part 3. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever thought about it. The issue is that the DeLorean that they're trying to get the one that they end up putting on the train tracks, mm-hmm. that car has no gas. That's its issue. It could time travel because the Mr. Fusion works, but it has no gas. Oh, okay. All right? But Doc buried another DeLorean. That DeLorean he came in, mm-hmm. he buried it in a cave, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that car have gas? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, because he could have just fucking pumped the gas out of that car and oh, put in the new DeLorean. Someone's going to correct you on that one. I'm just, I'm, I uh, think that would have saved the... Uh, 153 minutes. <laughs> Do you want it to save me? No, I, no, I don't. I don't. I can't do it. But I was just kind of shit that you think about that, right? You're like, oh, yeah. So okay. if you have anything like that, that's like, you know, let us know. That would be super cool. Victor, thank you very much. It's, you're welcome. This was a lot of fun. It and was. you're right. This is, kind of, this is the reason we make these podcasts, you know? Yeah. Because we love talking about movies. Yeah, especially this one. Especially this we one. We need to do a part two. And this is the one I kind of feel comfortable talking about where I kind of know stuff. Because if you notice some of our episodes, we kind of miss things here and there, you know? And right. uh, this one's like, kind of feel comfortable saying, yeah, I think I know that. I think I know that. All right, well, guys, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, see you guys next time. All right, see you guys. Bye.